Hey, Wiz Kids! another edition of Off the Bench. Zach Rosen here in for Jamoke Davis. I'm here with Chris Gehring and Jacob Rame, and we're here to break down the 2017-18 Wizards schedule, which was released on Monday. Uh, we're going to go through some changes the NBA made, uh, our own schedule. We will not go through all 82 games, <laughs> but we'll give you a good breakdown of the 18 national TV games, plus 12 on NBA TV, 23 weekend home games, the cut downs on back-to-backs, what we expect to be more challenging uh, stretches, and more. So uh, we'll start off right now with the fact that the NBA has cut down on four and five nights games, which is great. Uh, yeah, I don't think there is any soul in the world that is going to complain no, about that. None of us will miss that. Especially when, like last year, we had four and five on the road in four different cities. And four five and nights. five on yeah. the West Coast in four different cities, multiple time zones. Yeah, and there are some interesting travel things that we'll get into this season that, that kind of changed this year. But the fact that they eliminated those, those kinds of long stretches will kind of make a lot of those travel um, arrangements a lot more doable and you know we'll get into some of the longer breaks that, that, that are on the schedule which is uh, another, every team's going to be happy about seeing that another actually. note is that i ho- really hope you guys don't have any weekend plans during the 2017-18 yeah. season yeah. because we are at home and we have 23 home weekend games we are going to be here yeah yeah compared to last year's 18 i believe so it's definitely stepped it up it's great for the dc area if you can come out to a game i know it's a lot easier on the weekends uh, with work and the traffic in D.C., so that's great. Yep. Uh, other eliminations that they tried to really uh, set forth this year, there's no 18 games in 30 nights, so basically there's less games in a month, mm-hmm. um, less back-to-backs. I think instead of what we had last year, we're down to uh, 15 this year. We had 16 last year, so, I mean, definitely a little bit of a difference, but the most a team had last year is 18 versus this year. The most a team is 16. Uh, They have reduced the number of times. There's five games and seven nights. I believe there's only one time the Wizards play five games and seven nights. Uh, The single-game road trips were apparently decreased, but we seem to have a lot of them. (laughs) Uh, And really, that November 5 one against Toronto real early in the year. Yeah. Right, yeah. So that's an example. Just, but but no games on either side of it. Right. So, so. that's. I mean. It, I mean, it's a tough one. Which of you guys is going on that trip? We already we already figured that one out, didn't uh, we? Chris is going to that one. Yep. That's right, because you have the updated passport. That's right. <laughs> My passport is ready. I will be in Toronto, and um, uh, it'll be fun. We had fun in Toronto last year, so hopefully we'll we'll look for another good one. Obviously, the Raptors. This might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but. The Raptors, another, as usual, a team on our calendar that um, obviously is getting circled around here, and, and fans will certainly remember. And uh, we, we had a successful trip to Toronto last year, so one of our one of our better games that kind of kicked off a um, kicked off a really good stretch for the Wizards last year. Started in Toronto with a big uh, big blowout win. So yeah, that was the second half of a back to back with Gold State, I believe. Yes. Um, looking kind of at the highlights of the schedule we we already knew from last week that the home opener is october 18th wizards will be opening at home for the first time since 2011 which was against the nets actually and when was the last time we had our first two at home that was like that one i don't know but i think it's like since some ridiculous date yeah it's been a while yeah and it's going to be the earliest the team has started the regular season since uh they opened actually against detroit in october 10th 1980 so 
the schedule is definitely uh, made to last throughout the calendar. Uh, so the season may be longer, but there are a lot more rest days, which, again, was a priority set forth by the NBA PA, the NBA. We have three days off four times this year. Yeah, which never really happens. Looking at the calendar from last season, I don't think that happened once, it yeah. looks like, in, yeah. December, in November. As you look at the big board up on my office, <laughs> yeah. that is last year's games that needs to be taken down. Yeah. Because um, I keep looking at it and expecting some <laughs> schedule, and I'm like, that's not right. Or just like yeah. to have the month of August on there, which we don't. Right. Uh, other highlights, obviously Christmas in Boston against the Celtics. That's the game of the year. Game of the year. Honestly, probably... I guess the second best game on Christmas. We'll I'll see. I'll give it the best. Yeah, I'll we don't know best. who I mean, will be I think on the Cavs. I, mean, I think there's a little bit of fatigue in for more years Cavs right now. So I would yeah. say that it's the number. I mean, um, I look uh, Rockets Thunder. I'll say Rockets Thunder and us are yeah. the two games of the day. Definitely the most hyped. Definitely not Nick Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. No to offense our, uh, to our friends in the in the corridor here. Yeah, like, man, not one that I'm excited. I was uh, although. You know, Although I will say that that I'm I'm really excited to have the Sixers in here on opening night. Oh I yeah, think it will be really. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Certainly, Not, our friends in New York. It could be it could be a difficult. Season. You get you still get him beat be against season the garden, against but, the Zinger. You still get him beat yeah. against the Zinger for everybody's healthy. But um, um, certainly some plus fan favorites. But. Opening night, we're gonna get friend of the pod Patrick Reese in here. Yes. That's right. Shout out to Patrick for yeah, accepting. Congratulations the, uh, to him, senior director of uh, communications with the Sixers. Uh, yeah. Other he's gonna have his hands fill. That's with right. Joel Embiid social yeah, media. Gonna have, he's gonna have he's gonna have a heck of a time. But congratulations to him. We're obviously excited. Excited that he's staying close. We'll see him plenty of times. So it'll be cool. We're gonna start the we're gonna start the schedule with uh, with a national televised game against Philadelphia, which is uh, which is a pretty awesome run. We're on ESPN and we're in the NBA's marquee game slate for the opening week. Um, then we get Detroit and then we already head out west immediately. Yeah, when, when we got that news that. Not only would we be able to announce Christmas last week, like we did, but also that we would have kind of a, a marquee, a, a focused um, opening couple nights game. Certainly is, is really cool, and it's reflected in our national TV slate for this year, but that the Wizards are, are certainly a team to watch. And, you know, seeing that reflected right off the bat is really cool. It'll be really awesome to be a part of that celebration and see the ads on ESPN and that, you know, we're helping kick off the season. And like I said, I don't I don't know if there's a more exciting young team than than the Sixers, and so it'll certainly be cool to to have all that talent in town. And then you know an, an early West Coast trip that's that's a product of it's a product of starting the season a couple um, couple weeks earlier. You look at the schedule, and it, I think you could say that at first it, it seems like a pretty light schedule in terms of opponents, but anytime you're out west is tough. Yep, exactly, and. I mean, Denver is going to be much improved. The Lakers have a lot of hype. I think it's just Staples is going to become a really tough place to play again, no matter how talented Agreed. their team is. Agreed. I think you'd love. You, I mean, like anyway, it doesn't matter who the teams are when you go out west. Split going five hundred is a win. Yep. So I think you, yep. you you're going to want to get those first two at home against Philly and uh, Philly and Detroit, and then you go out west and you go two and two, and we're four and two coming back home, and that's significantly better than last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, early struggles last year, but. Um, that Lakers game that early in the year, especially, is going to be definitely a carryover from what we saw unfold at Summer League. Those fans are hyped about their young team. They're hyped about Lonzo Ball. That'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. Jeremy will have a good time out in LA to start the start the season off. 
And look, there look. There's, and obviously, Golden State. You but. you look at you look at the schedule, and there's there's a scenario where things go badly. Yeah. You you split the first two. You go one and three on the road. You lose to Cleveland at home. You lose to Toronto on the road, and all of a sudden, you're looking at three and seven to start the year. Mm-hmm. I hope that everybody learned last year that no matter what happens, the first ten games of the year. We don't we don't panic. Mm-hmm. We started off two and eight last year. And we won forty nine games. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a particularly easy start to the slate. It's not the absolute bear that it was last year, no. but it's not a particularly easy start to the slate. And so I mean, we just you know you just got to remember you know, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, yeah. you put emphasis on winning those games you need to win, and Jeremy and would tell you there are no games early in the season that you need to win. Sure, but at the same time, I think that you you can't take those teams for granted. And I think that's what happened last season with teams like Orlando, uh, that game in Chicago where Wall nor Beal played. But there's the other thing. Wall wasn't healthy to start the season. Beal had a little hiccup in the beginning of the season. And I think the fact that the team knows that Wall can play every game and he's going to be fine and there's less back-to-backs, the pressure is definitely less. And I think the team now has played together for, I mean, these guys have, the starting five has now played together for a year and a half. Yeah. They know what to expect. And it it's just with Scott Brooks, the system's in play for a year. It's, it's just bound to be better than last season. Yeah, and a couple more things off the bat that we hear from John and Brad and, and this team going into last year and, and towards the end of this past season, them talking about the importance of getting the 50 wins, winning the division, all those things – it's a cliche thing to say in sports, but all these games add up in that sense. And when we saw the Wizards go on that huge run, that huge home winning streak that propelled them to get really close to 50 games without a 2-8 and eight start last season, 50 wins is, you know, that's, 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 well within, that's well within reach. And so a better start this season, and, and there are certainly games that are winnable. You don't love to see the Cavs, Warriors, and Raptors right off the bat in those first do. some. But you know, let's, you, the reverse the reverse psychology there is you know if you catch them early, then maybe right. that's better than when they get fired up. Certainly. I mean, you're going to see Cleveland a lot this yeah. season. We've got them four times. Got them three times last year. Now it's four. Rather yep. have them four this year than three last year. Yes. So, hundred um, percent. It'll, it'll be interesting to see wh- what they're looking like with the whole Kyrie situation uh, around them. But the one thing I'm looking at now. Um, is that there's no month really where we're really on the road or at home the majority of the month. There's a lot of the months where we have these big, long homestands. We also have a long road trip. Maybe February sticks out with more road games, but there's not like a massive trip there. Maybe that three-gamer in four nights, but and you get the, the week off for the All-Star break. I don't see a schedule, like a real big scheduling um, opportunity that, that would benefit us a ton or hurt us a ton in a given month. Like in January, we have our longest road trip, but we also have our longest homestand. Yeah. So it, you kind of would rather have those mix and match a little bit, but <laughs> I don't. Nothing really sticks out too much. I think there's some important road trips with, you know, Toronto, Milwaukee, Charlotte in November. Uh, you always want to play well against the Eastern Conference, and I think all three of those teams will be in the playoffs. But mm. in general, the the schedule is pretty balanced compared to last season, I think. Twice this season we don't play at Cap 1 for two whole weeks. That's wild. Yeah. 
um, looking to once in January, once in February over the All Star break, um, or and then uh, and then once more um, from uh, basically like in October, November. It's crazy how yeah. often, how many like full like stretches we have of not being here. Yeah, but. But to Zach's point, and, and I agree that especially heading down the stretch, if you look at February and March, those are road trips. You know, there's a three-game road trip in February, there, and then there's nothing more than a two um, from that point forward. But none of those, none of those road trips are particularly troublesome. I wouldn't say all of our big road trip, our our big road trips are stacked early in the season, with the exception of the, uh, closing the season with one in Chicago, Houston, Cleveland, which is. A tough trip, but yes, all of our all of our large, really large road trips are stacked early in the year, which is the exact opposite of last season, right? Where yep. we were at home, what felt like the entirety yep. of November and December, and then hit the road. The schedule was much more balanced than last year's. So. Yeah, yeah, and down the stretch, you know, you get days off around San Antonio, which is nice. A day a day of rest before both of those Spurs games. There is a day of rest before we get the Rockets. Another day of rest before you get the Cavs coming down the stretch. So certainly, those are those are big games that presumably we'll be we'll be wanting to win and and play well in leading up to leading up to the beginning of the playoffs. There's chances to do all that, and and by the way, then we close the home schedule with three days of rest prior to seeing the Celtics on a Tuesday night. So all those things are are, are promising, and I, I would say that you know we'll we'll hear from players and coaches when we when we get their take on the schedule certainly, but you would have to think that they would like what they've got uh, setting up for them, certainly before some of these, these marquee games late in the season. We have no month with double-digit home games or road games. Yeah. yeah. Last year we had multiple months with either double-digit home games or road games. Yeah. Yeah, it's so notable. Yeah, uh, the efforts were good to, and to the, change And the back-to-backs, I think, are interesting. Last season of our uh, 16 back-to-backs, eight of them were home road, so that meant we had the home game, then we had hit the road, which we all know because we've done it can be a pain especially if you're playing the next day so you get in late and you sleep in a little bit there's maybe shoot around and then you play that night and then you come all the way back home unless it's an extended road trip this season there's only three of those and there's six road homes so you play a road game you say hey we're going home at least yeah um and then there's five road road which is one more than last season but i i think the whole idea of the back-to-back really depends on when like where your destination is i mean if you're gonna have a home in a home it's it's barely a back-to-back you're just playing the next day yeah i don't think you feel it as much it's all about the travel and i know they're they're trying to cut down on these back-to-backs but it's interesting to to think about how those impact the players and i know that's what really went into the thought of just revolutionizing this schedule i'm sure it'll continue to do this yeah there's a lot of notable changes from last year all of which i would i would say are good and heading in the right direction and um certainly you know from what we've heard from the league and from the players association that they're working together on this and you know certainly they're interested in in putting the best product out there but also getting the most out of the players and making sure that they're that they are in the best place they can be um especially heading into big games and heading into the playoffs. That's that's what everybody wants, and I think that's setting up. I mean, I guess the next question really is just what what games are you guys really looking forward to? I mean, it's obvious Christmas. Yeah, I'll be watching <laughs> from home, but I will be I will be watching and obviously participating. I, I can't wait to watch that game. And obviously Christmas will be, Christmas will be fun. Um, 
it'll be another fun day for the NBA, but even even better that the Wizards are, are really going to be front and center with, with a new rivalry. And I, so You guys weren't the, here the last time we were on Christmas. No. It was, it was um, electric at the Garden. Um, yeah. We absolutely smoked them. Um, bless Jason Smith, but John Wall put one of the filthiest moves on him I've ever seen. Um, and it was, it was just an absolute blast. And, you know, when you play on Christmas, the entire eyes of the NBA on you are on you for that two and a half hour period. We're on ABC. Um, it is, it just, I just couldn't be more excited about the fact that we're back, uh, on that slate. Yeah. Yeah. When we saw that in the opening night, I were like, oh, great. Two national TV games. Maybe we'll have 10 more, but to have 18 national TV games and those other 12 on NBA TV, I think we're in the top 10 in national TV we're games. We're nine. And yeah. last year we had five non-NBA TV uh, national games, and one of them I believe was taken away. Maybe another was added later, but I think the respect level in general just skyrocketed. Who doesn't want to watch John Wall play? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's be real. And, you know, regardless of the market, we're seeing Philly, Milwaukee, uh, the Wizards all getting way more uh, national TV coverage next season. And it's showing the NBA and these these networks want the fun players. Maybe the teams aren't completely at that elite level yet, but they want to watch these teams that are exciting to watch. I mean, we know we're one of the most exciting teams to watch in the league based on chemistry and basically John Wall. And, and, and building off of Christmas, all four of our games against Boston this year are going to be on national TV and so that shows the amount Philly. of respect the league has for that rivalry uh-huh. that the league had for that playoff series. The performances those two teams put together, obviously we fell on the wrong side of it, but still yep. it was probably the best postseason series of the entire playoffs, and the league wants more of that. And you've yeah. got the the um, Keefe against his brother storyline now. Um, it's just it, it's just not lacking for anything. Yeah, the Celtics, you know, the Celtics added, you know, they added Gordon Hayward. They added um, – Marcus Morris, they added Jason Tatum. There's going to be plenty of new things infused into that rivalry, and it's going to be really exciting to watch. But 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 building through, obviously, you know we're all we're all excited to see uh, the Warriors come to town. That's always a it's always a once you know once a year treat to see that. And and I still last season, what a, I most, mean, what a game that was. Um, the most the most electrifying individual performance I've ever seen in person was was two seasons ago when Steph came to count and scored 55 on us. John countered with 41, and it was an unbelievable game. We ended up losing it, but it was it was something else. And, I mean, I'd say the second closest thing to that was when John versus Isaiah in the Celtics series this year, but that John versus Steph game was – and so I, you always have to circle the Warriors on the, mat, on the calendar when they come in, obviously. Yep, them and, and certainly you know, the Rockets, the Thunder – all, all of those Western Conference teams, when they come to town <laughs> with new superstars, it's just going to be yeah, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast to watch that. Uh, Zach met, Zach touched on uh, Martin Luther King Day, which is a cool day for us in D.C. and obviously because of the history of the day and um, what D.C. means in Martin Luther King's legacy and, and kind of being a central point for one of his most famous speeches. That's always a cool day. And we get a 2 p.m. Monday us here. day game. It's we don't awesome. hate the 2 p.m. game. And we won't hate uh, having Giannis and the Bucks in town either. So that matchup can't really be you know, thrown away either. I mean, not to say that we didn't love having Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum here for the last too. couple of years. That was the last two years. Oh, and yeah. Didn't we win by many games. points last, last season? Year last year was a big win. Yeah. 
Yes. We, we blew them out. Yes. So, but it'll be it'll be cool to have Giannis in town for for a special day in yeah, the how district. About the, uh, how about the Knicks on Val- in New York on Valentine's Day? Very romantic well, evening before All Star break. That's yeah, right. Nice little Italian restaurant in New York. There you go. Hopefully, Jeremy's got a special someone to bring before yeah. he heads to L.A. Yep. And then um, we'll see you in L.A. Yeah, for All Star Weekend. Which, sorry, Sharon, it's Wiznicks. <laughs> <laughs> and and then yeah, the All Star break will be fun this year in L.A. Obviously, all the NBA stars love it out there anyway, and so L.A. will certainly bring I, it for All Star Weekend. Gonna, they're they're going to put on a show. It is going to be a ton of fun to be out there. But so I mean, uh, in this year's All Star break, I mean, you know. We come right out and head to Cleveland. Yep. And to start the second half. Of the that's year. an it's interesting stretch, actually. I think that's my favorite stretch of the season. It's an unbelievable. It's, incri- it's Cleveland, Charlotte on a back-to-back. Philly, Milwaukee, Golden State. That's a back-to-back. Toronto, and then uh, finish off that homestand. Indiana, Miami. It kind of calms down a bit, but four of those five games yeah. are on. Actually, four games in a row are on national TV in six days. So that's going to be something else. Yes, that's um, going to be that's going to be a lot of fun. A big four test. Four games in six nights on a, national yeah. TV. Talk about that's as many national TV games we had the entirety of last season. Yeah. yeah, the exposure will be out there for sure. Yeah, John Wall and 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 we hope obviously Bradley Beal trending towards that that All Star level Maybe as Otto? well uh-huh. and, and Otto. So you know. I mean, we, if you follow the narrative, there are no players left in the East. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So, it's going to be that'll be a fun stretch this season as a whole. You know, you can't beat like we said coming down the final stretch that that stretch of games. I can't think of a better way to close you, out the home schedule you, than with Boston. You'd like and to think that in that month of April, all we're doing is battling for seeding, and I mean, yeah, I would have to assume so. But stranger things have happened. But you, you, you know, you just hope you can get some guys some rest because we do play. Um, uh, four guys and four times in six nights to close the season. Four times in seven nights to close the season. Yeah, actually, that's not that weird. Yeah, I but I do but think two back to back. Those three days yeah. off that we have is just so interesting. I mean, it's going to be great for everyone to just take a breath, so, so get some good practice time before the playoffs. Hope maybe you know who you're playing already. <laughs> yeah, and you can you know start working sets more scouting and stuff like that. Yep, um, absolutely. So that's, that's that's a unique situation there and. And then we don't see John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, Keith Morris, March Quintot in those last two games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, and yeah. if that's the scenario, then that will mean that we've that we've had a good year and we're ready for another long playoff run. So, so yeah. I think that's enough on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, just other mark stuff. your calendars. Yeah, I mean, download it, get it on your calendar, uh, check out all of our stuff that's going up on it. We've got every little detail you could possibly want. Yeah, everything you need. Yeah, and uh, also you know, quick shout out to Capital One. Let's let's remember <laughs> yeah. to use the correct name of the arena. I think that you know, looking around DC and stuff, it's going to take some time for the change order to happen. But it's pretty exciting, and yeah. Ted announcing we're getting renovations to the building is really exciting. And so um, absolutely, uh, can't wait to see what that's going to entail. And uh, seeing Capital One on the court this season, it's uh, it's, it's all it's all good stuff. Yeah, and we're we're getting to the middle of the month here in in August already, and training camp will kick off late next month so we're we're slowly but surely getting there and we're three and a half weeks till wedding day yeah jacob's getting married (laughs) in three and a half weeks so 
the off season's rolling along. We're excited. It feels over. It really, and, it really just, yeah. it really just yeah. feels over. It feels it's like everybody's already ready to to, to get yeah. it back. I'm and pretty antsy. We and literally flipped yeah. the page by getting the new calendar. I mean, yeah. it's really now. There's so much to look forward to. Also, I think the attitude just changes. Yeah. People are ready to to get going again. Yeah. Um, especially with the excitement around this team. So, uh, I was just going to bring up a few other things. John Wall's been working out with some big names this offseason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a couple of things we can mention, just a quick update yeah. on, uh, on He's our guys. He's been working out, I think, three to four times a day in Miami. I mean, obviously enjoying himself, too, with the beautiful weather down there. But, I mean, Le- this past week, LeBron and Kyrie were both there separately. We have to make that clear. <laughs> they were not there together. Yeah, but, um, but John was, was photographed with both. Yes. So, uh, I mean, Kelly Oubre was down there over the weekend. Uh, John's been with Sheldon Mack a lot just Man, because you, you he's really from. He's rubbed off on Sheldon, and Sheldon. Comes oh yeah, back looking like uh, looking like he's added a couple new wrinkles to his game. Mm-hmm. And Sheldon certainly is going to have the opportunity to to make an impact on this team. I think that's important to note. I think he knows that, and Definitely. certainly, you know, no no better person to work out with than John Wall, especially as. John has continued to grow into the all the all NBA player that he is. There's no better person to learn from and, and develop good habits from, especially from, by the way, a, a healthy John Wall, which mm-hmm. is we've noticed that in in this off season as well. Been mixing in the workouts, we've seen him on the bike, we've seen him on the, in the boxing ring. He literally seems to be he's working doing out constantly. He's doing everything, which is really cool to see. It's exciting to see if you're a Wizards fan. It's not as exciting to see if you're somebody who has to play John four times a year. I don't want to call um, that dude for 40 minutes a night. So that's exciting. I'm actually, but spoiler, I'm not going to have to. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> it's exciting. But, you know, Kelly Oubre, is, as we know, uh, you know, certainly is not one to let Moss grow either. He's been all over the place with all kinds. Of, I mean, certainly working out, but he had an Adidas event in Vegas for a workout. He's been interning with Esquire, Esquire. Magazine. So KO's all over the place, and and certainly we know that um, you know Otto's spending some time at home working out. All the guys will get together. We've got an um, undisclosed location coming up. But we've got Tomas playing in uh, EuroBasket. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So that'll yeah. that'll be fun to see. Of course, I believe the entire rest of the Czech team is sitting out, unfortunately. Yeah. So it'll um, be the Tomas show. So it, it will be the Tomas show. No, but, great um, opportunity for him. I think just. Get those minutes logged before the season. See how his game's grown. I'm, I know he's been working with a shot doctor from Germany, and our development staff is really excited about that. Um, I know some of them are actually going out there to work with him too. Yeah. And uh, I think Brad and Otto have been in the gym a lot and lifting, which, I mean, they're still young, but I think they know that they can get stronger. Mm-hmm. And they've been focusing a lot on that. Uh, Jason Smith, who we had on the podcast, resumed basketball activities after you know dealing with his second – child which was awesome uh i like that you phrase that as dealing, dealing. with <laughs> well you know <laughs> that's that's the sign of somebody that is not ready for children yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i'd say maybe, maybe enjoying his second child yeah. there we go yeah, yeah. enjoying his time with I his that's family right. that's, I think that's right. while I mean, still that's 23 year old zach rosen right yeah. there <laughs> uh and so he said i mean we talked to some of his development of our development staff about him said the shot looks amazing he it's like he uh didn't put down the basketball I know yeah. Keith's been they in the gym there, a I lot. Mean, I mean, you, you want to? I mean, Jason just needs Jason needs to get boards and hit corner threes. Yeah, yep. I think he's going to do that in spades this year. Absolutely. <clears throat> but 
yeah, Keith has obviously been around working out. His wife is also expecting. Yeah, his girlfriend's expecting uh, in September, so that's exciting. He won't be able to join them out in L.A., but I know our guys are getting together, and that'll be great, uh, led by John, uh, working out there. Uh, That's coming up in a week, so. Yeah, they'll be out in L.A. and um, Chemistry building for sure. um, Awesome. Also important to note, a couple things off the floor. Yeah. We we saw Keith do his book bag giveaway in DC. John's is coming up on Friday, which will be which will be really fun. It's always an awesome event to attend. And then John will also he will head to Raleigh. Do the same do the thing. Do the same there. thing in his right. hometown. On which, Saturday. You know, at, when we talked to John a couple weeks ago at his after his press conference, we all know at this point how important it is to John to to keep that part of his legacy growing and going and it's incredible how many awesome organizations stuff. that john has helped and worked with were at his press conference yep and that yeah. was that was very unique and very cool to see absolutely yeah so we've got that side to look forward to as well and then and it's basketball and it's time back. yeah and then we're back and and it's going to be a really really exciting time yeah and i think people don't always know that when this calendar comes out it's not just for the sake of basketball games community events need to be scheduled there's a lot of travel that goes into that, yep. um, led by our director of, of coaching administration, Eric Sebastian. He does a great job arranging all of this, and there's just a lot of work that <laughs> it's it's funny how you get so much information at once. It doesn't really slowly come, and then you have to do a lot. But luckily, there is two months before the season starts. We've got to organize our travel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even we have to. We started doing that already, and it gives us something to look forward to. For some of us to go home, some of us to see friends, yeah. family, it's great. And we'll also our Wizards marketing team will be meeting in an undisclosed location tomorrow to start brainstorming some fun stuff for, for the year as well. And so that's the part that is, you know, also unseen as well. So yeah, we will, lots of stuff coming we'll, up. We'll have lots of news. Yeah. All right. I think that about does it. Unfortunately, we couldn't get Jamoki in here. He's on vacation, but... Uh, We wish our best to him and Jeremy enjoying their time off before the season starts. Uh, Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Keep listening, sharing. For Chris Gehring and Jacob Rame, I'm Zach Rosen. Ciao for now, WizKids. kids.